You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin. And thank you for joining us today on the show. But you know what you have to do before we get to the podcast? You got to hit me up on all those social media outlets. Go to the Twitter at TNWPod. Go to the Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast. Go to Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. Go to Gmail. Talking Wrestling at gmail.com. We are also on Spotify. Talking Wrestling on Spotify. As well, check out my four albums under Casey Corbin. Not only that, we are also on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. I give us a favorable review, five star rating. We appreciate that. And if you want to send us in any questions, any suggestions, any ideas, we got a little bit of chatter going on. Uh, over the uh, the top underrated tag teams going on. Some people don't disagree. In. Some people throwing in their own names. Some people throwing in names I've never even heard of. And uh, that's fantastic. So keep that up. That's what we want. Interaction from you when we're not on the show. Uh, so yeah, do all that. But right now, folks, you know what time it is. It's time to introduce my co-host, the man with the most, the man, I think, he likes to have cinnamon and toast. Please welcome Reese Turner. What's up, buddy? How you doing? You good? I am great. I am great. Great. Fantastic. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty good. Buddy. I brought a. I brought a. I brought a friend with me this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying that you had a friend, and I was like, "You better not. You better not be Colt Cabana-ing me with these Dark Order motherfuckers." <laughs> but uh, I'm curious to see who the friend is. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. He's, he's one of my favorite. One of my favorite. I owe him a pipe to smoke cannabis from. Uh, he is the Tower of Power. He's my favorite person on the fucking planet. I love this dude. The Green Friend! Yeah, baby. Holy smoke. Green guy. How you doing? That is... Thank you. Thank you for coming on, Green Phantom. This is very exciting for me. I know Reese knows you on a regular basis. Um, I've only met you one time. It was, uh, I was just telling this to Reese, uh, backstage at the Dolph Ziggler comedy show. I believe you were with Sexy Eddie that night. Yeah, in Toronto. And I met you that night, and you were the biggest guy in the room full of wrestlers. So it was uh, pretty cool and nice talking to you. You are. Thank you. That's uh, that's uh, that's definitely a compliment. Big, you thought I was the biggest star in a room full of wrestlers. I really appreciate well, that. Cheers. You were definitely the biggest room. Like Tyson Kidd's not a big guy, and Dolph Ziggler is not oh, a big guy compared big. to you. Yeah. Pat Size Patterson's wise, sitting down I, I, all night. Yeah. Size wise, I'm old school. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So how you doing, big guy? You good or what? I'm uh, I'm great, man. Uh, I'm. Uh, Hanging in vain. I got this new cape, which brought about this new shape, and uh, I just been uh, just been smashing and bashing uh, for a few weeks now since since the IWS came back, and uh, it's yeah. just been fantastic. I'm really, now, I'm really stoked for my life right now. Now, how was that show? How how did you feel coming out and just hearing the legions of fans just going fucking crazy? How'd that? Feel? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just I. I missed it so much, you know. It's like I, I always say, you know, I, I, I was backstage, and even and and then you, fr- from that point on, you can go back a, a year, and it felt like I was underwater, drowning, you know, uh, trying to, to 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 just to make sense of my life and, and not having having this wrestling thing going on. And as soon as I came through the curtain, it was like coming through the surface of water, you know. If you if you haven't been breathing in a while, and it's just like. Oh, my lungs filled up with uh, with that with that energy, and uh, I just exploded. And you know what? I, I 
I mean, usually at the IWS, I always get uh, the, the biggest, if not uh, if, if, the biggest ovation, if not one of them, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so it, it's always been pretty solid. It's always been very, very heartwarming. But I don't know if it was because uh, the, the, the crowd was, was away for so long, you know, so it's that, that all this pent up energy or whatever, but that fucking place exploded, brother. Yeah. It was uh, really amazing. And then the streamers came flying and uh, it just, it just felt like I, I it, it was even better than, than, than before. You know, it was even better yeah. than, than I remember it. And uh, it, it, it comes at a good time because even though I've been in this business for uh, over 20 years now, I'm literally at my peak now, yeah. you know, like uh, physically and mentally, I'm, I've never been better. Uh, so, you know, and at some points, in, in some ways, it's it, it's a drawback because people are like, oh, yeah, I, I've seen Phantom. I know what Green Phantom is all about, but they've only seen me 15, 20 years ago. You know, and I'm, a, I'm a completely different beast. I just want to say, I've seen some pictures of you, sir, lately. And Mr. Shreddy's over here is fucking yoked. He's looking real good these days. I got to say, I'm impressed by the fucking physique, brother. <laughs> no, most of us during COVID, we fucking ballooned out, and you're like this. Fuck it, here we go, buddy. COVID made me like want to, uh, to to elevate my game and also evolve in a certain way. You know, that's why I got the, that new cape and, and the shaper. <laughs> I love it. That's oh, awesome. So awesome. Uh, like, can I just ask, uh, like, uh, just about your your, your history yourself? Uh, when did you like? When did you st like? Were you, did, were you a wrestling fan as a child? When did you start watching wrestling? And when did you decide that okay, I want to be a wrestler? When and when did that happen? Um, I guess when I was a kid, I wanted to be a wrestler because I was watching wrestling and uh, I loved uh, beating the shit out of my my huge plastic, uh, sorry, my huge uh, stuffed gorilla. I loved uh, you know I, I grew up watching wrestling in the eighties, so that was that was the shit. But I, I never, and then when I was in my teens or whatever, I kind of got out of wrestling and stopped watching it. Like, and like I was religious about it. My my, my wall, my walls were plastered with with half naked buff men. You know, as a kid, <laughs> my, 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 my parents questioned certain things about me. But uh, but uh, I, in my late teens, I, I kind of got out of it. I, I got out of it really mentally. And then something happened. Then things like ECW happened. And uh, the NWO Hollywood, Hollywood Hogan happened, and that and that got me back into it again. And then uh, it just serendipity within within a few weeks, you know, I I, I saw an, an indie show, uh, and I just uh, from there I, I jumped right on. And I, as soon as I saw this indie show, I'm like, I'm gonna do this, you know, next. It's me. I, I was almost like I don't know if you remember, I've been dating myself, but. Remington, uh, Remington Microblades, uh, so good that I, I bought the company. You know, as yeah. it's, it's kind of how I felt. As it was the first IWS show, and as soon as I, I experienced this stuff, it's like I love this shit, but I, I want to get involved and I want to do it better. Mm -hmm. And uh, so since then, that, that was like '99 or something like that. '98, uh, really uh, got into it. You know, and that's fantastic. Are. Yeah, I, 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 I never planned it. It, it kind of just came to me just like the green it chose me I, I didn't choose it it just so happened that my girlfriend at the time when i got into wrestling bought me a green wrestling mask she could have picked any other fucking color but she didn't and, and this green has just has followed me throughout my life uh it's and you know in this wrestling thing i i, I never i never thought about it but it, it chose me and and you know i, I look back sometimes i i'm, I'm so um uh humbled but by the fact that you know like you know that my, my various accomplishments whether it be you know wrestling in uh you know in different countries or selling t-shirts around the world or having fans you know really around the world these things are you know being on pay-per-view and on tv and all these articles and whatever this, this stuff I, I never would have dreamed of this of the success i've had but still at the same time uh you know maybe i'd like a bit more success too you know like i i, I think a lot of people are like that we uh we, we like don't appreciate necessarily what we've done and we always dread on or dwell on what we haven't done sometimes i, I get caught up in that and, you know it's that curse of ambition man i yeah. you gotta 
have that ambitious spirit, man. Like you're a hell of a fucking dude. And some of those fucking, oh my God, some of your matches, bro. I remember when I was in Montreal watching you fucking go, I'd be like this, you fucking gob. And then as soon as, uh, like sometimes I'm not going to, I don't want to speak out of school, but sometimes occasionally somebody might get the better view, maybe temporarily in the ring. And I'm like, don't you touch my buddy. You touch my fucking buddy. I'm coming in. The Green Phantom has got the Green Giant beside him, baby. The Green Giant is a lot smaller than the Green Phantom. But I'm with you. <laughs> I like to appreciate that. Uh, uh, tag, I'll tag you in, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, dude, okay, so when you, okay, you've been wrestling now since you said like 90, like 99, 98. Yeah, yeah, 98. What match? still sticks in your fucking like pull it into your mind's eye and just relive it what what's that moment for you in the ring um you know in all honesty uh this past saturday you know we had a we had a, we had a sold out metropolis oh. and like i said I, i'm at the peak of my game and uh you know like i said a sold out crowd and they're just uh it was one of my best matches of my career. It was just this past Saturday, you know. The the, the memories are being made as we speak, brother. But uh, but in all honesty, it would probably have to be uh, two things. Uh, one, uh, way back when uh, Jake Snake Roberts uh, DDT Jim the Anvil Nightheart, and that and that made uh, Green Phantom get a victory over uh, uh, Jim the Anvil RIP the soul. And the other one uh, was being in the ring with Sabu. He was always, uh, like I said, when I saw the, the uh, ECW stuff, I just fell in love with him in Japan and ECW. I, I actually consider myself, I, to, to like define a wrestler, you should be, the wrestler should be able to say what three wrestlers influenced him, you know? And me, it'd be Sabu, Mike Awesome, and Hulk Hogan. That, that's that's Ooh. that's where it's at. So 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 yeah. I, 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 I so I got in the ring with Sabu and uh, <laughs> and it, it was amazing. I I, I I did a balcony spot that match. Uh, I gave him my my Phantom Menace and fucking folded that guy too, brother. Yeah. And then uh, and then afterwards we we hung out and uh, you know we we actually hung out all night. It was just me and him in his hotel room, uh, hanging out and uh, we really uh, we really bonded. And uh, since since then, I've actually I've actually seen a couple of pictures. People send me pictures. He's wearing Green Phantom merch, you know, which Amazing. is really cool. And, and, and the last time we came to he came to Montreal, he, we we had a, a good reunion. Anyway, so I'm uh, so I'm just rambling on. But, uh, no man, no, that's it. ramble on. That's what the show's for. Yeah, we're we talking love, wrestling, baby. We love rambling on, and we love Sabu. Uh, yeah. Here's a funny story about Sabu, uh, sort of. Well, so he was at a Greek Town show. Uh, Greek Town, uh, Shannon Decker, who is fantastic. He loves ECW and he always brings in all the ECW guys, and it's great. Yeah, he's a so, super mark for ECW. Yeah, yeah, and you can tell from everything in, in his style of wrestling to what he to what Greek Town wrestling is, and yeah. uh, I love it. And so anyway, uh, he brought in Sabu, and I got a picture with Sabu, and then. I have Sabu up on my wall with many other pictures of other wrestlers. And I was doing this interview uh, on a TV show uh, for CBC that was produced by Just for Laughs. And it's in my kitchen where my wrestling wall is. And in the background, you can see my wrestling wall. Anyway, um, uh, there was a picture of me from the show I put online and it got on Twitter somehow. And anyways, long story short, Colt Cabana ended up contacting me, asking me, is that Sabu in your kitchen wall? And because you could see it in the background. He couldn't see it. It was blurred. Everybody loves but Sabu. You could, but you yeah. could see the, 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 like the, uh, his pose. And you can make it out. And he, so he's like, is that Sabu? And I was like, oh, my God. Yes, it is Sabu. And how the hell did you get a picture of me in my kitchen? You know, so I didn't know what the hell it was from. <laughs> But uh, Sabu brought us together, and he came on the show, and it was a pretty good thing. So, yeah, yeah thank you, Sabu. He's, he's like a good dude too. I've always loved his style. You know, I, I'm kind of like I said, he's a good influence on me. Actually, and, uh, at one point, I, my, probably my 
one of my biggest wrestling injuries uh, was doing a Sabu move. I, I used to do it all the time where I would uh, do his triple jump to the outside. I would jump on the chair, jump on the top rope, jump to the outside. Yeah. And this this particular time, I was actually uh, had Kevin Steen at the time uh, laid out on a table. And, oh. uh, and, and like as I did the, the triple jump, as I got to the top rope, I kind of... Uh, uh, it's one of those things where you, you, you've done it so often that you, you, you forget how dangerous it is. And I just misstepped the top oh. rope. I wasn't looking on it. And uh, I went head over heels. I was about to break my neck. Instead, I stuck out my elbow. So I, I broke my elbow. I have a couple of screws in there. Oh, All because of Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, yeah, you're not, um, you're not a gentle uh, spirit there in the ring. <laughs> you're an agent of chaos and violence. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, I was at a show and I watched you put a man through a table so violently. I was convinced that was it. That, that That's it. That man is done. I'll never see him ever again. But the like, tables, tables are one of my specialties, brother. There's a yeah. reason why they call me the, the Canadian table breaker. <laughs> Honestly, there's no one in Canada that has broken more tables than me. I, 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 there's no, no halfway about it. There's no wooden tables left here in Montreal because I've broken them all. <laughs> now, you can, now we can just use doors or plastic tables. I was... I was going to say doors are next. That's what that seems to be the problem. I was going to say, I saw, I saw a picture of you, uh, Mr. Green Phantom, uh, with a door that had been spray painted uh, by uh, Prohibition and yourself. So I'm already sure that you are already putting people through doors, sir. That's it. Like I said, brother, because the, I mean, I, I love breaking furniture, but unfortunately, uh, there's, there's there's no more tables because I've broken them all. So so we have switched to doors now, which are a little less satisfying, but still nonetheless uh, hardcore justice uh, reigns through these doors. Although sometimes it kind of backfires. This past weekend, I got I got powerbombed through one of them and oh. by this this fucking seven foot tall monster. Matt Falco, I, I've, I've never been powerbombed from that high up before. <laughs> it was quite the fall. Well, I don't want to be powerbombed by somebody uh, tiny, let alone a seven-foot man. Yeah, uh, well, I, in the end, I, through another door, I end up giving in my patented Phantom Menace, and there's no one kicking out of that, brother. Not so not. because of that, now I got, uh, I got the number one contendership for the IWS Canadian title. And uh, it looks like I'm going to get my shot November 13th, yeah. the next IWS show. And uh, that would be the culmination of the uh, of, of many, many years of work. Because that'll be, uh, if I win that title, uh, I, I will have, I'll be one of the few IWS Grand Slams in the sense I was the longest reigning heavyweight title uh, holder. I was a multiple-time tag team title holder. And now the one title that has eluded me is that Canadian title. And brother, I'm, I'm back with a lean, mean, and green vengeance. So, yeah. I mean, whoever holds that title at that time, I'm sorry, brother. But I got to take that shit home with me. That's it, brother. You and need that, that grand slam. And that is awesome because, like, IWS is a wrestling league that is uh, just slammed full of talent. Like, so no, many no. guys are there. Uh, you know, like, see, because, like, I, I, I'm in Toronto, and I'm also from Ottawa, so I watch shows in Toronto and Ottawa, and you guys, I'm down, and the great thing is, it seems to be like a loop into Buffalo and up and around, you guys will come down, you guys will play, you know, sometimes you'll play Toronto, sometimes you do Hamilton, uh, you do C4 in Ottawa, and stuff like that, so I love that, that you guys get to not only wrestle in Montreal, but you represent IWS on the road as well. And, you know, to see, like, guys like, you know, yourself, uh, Speedball Bailey, uh, Sexy Eddie, uh, you know, um, the TD, the Tabernacle team. I uh, love those guys. Uh, you know, if there's anybody I'd like to see you tag up with, I know you're tagged up with other guys in the past. It's like, I would love to see you tag up with Psycho Mike here in Toronto and see, because you guys are similar sizes. He's crazy. You're a bit crazy. And I would I, have I've to see what before. you guys I've could do. I've that guy before at, uh, at, at Death Proof. Actually, twice, I believe. Uh, in the Death Mask tournament, he was, I uh, got the over on him. And uh, 
another time too. I think we we, we locked horns. I, he's a good dude. Uh, you know, sure, uh, he's crazy enough to be my tag team partner. Then uh, that works for me. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Bailey. Me and Bailey are coming back to Toronto uh, at the end of the month. We're going to be at uh, Lucha, the Demand Lucha show. That's oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, unfortunately, uh, fans, it's already sold out. So I don't know what to tell you. But we're going. <laughs> we're going. We're going there, right, Reese? I, I think we're going, right? Is that no, the, 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 we're gonna wait outside. Going? We're gonna we're gonna wait outside the wrestling thing and be like this. <laughs> yeah, you got tickets. You got tickets. We're buying. We're buying. We're buying. Good. We'll give you a good price, and then we're gonna just go in. We're not gonna scalp them. We're only gonna do the front half of the scalp. Cool, cool. We're gonna buy. That's that uh, too. The main thing, as soon as you hear my theme music, just just bum rush the bum rush the door. Yeah, right. nobody can stop me, baby. <laughs> Let's see my man. Thank you so much, Phantom, man. You came here, man. You came. You told us the stories. I love you so much, brother. I miss you. I miss Montreal, but I miss you. I miss you, big guy. You owe me a pipe, brother. Get, get on that shit. I actually, here's the thing. I've got one. All right. So uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be down uh, I'll be down Toronto on the, on the 28th of night, but uh, the, the 29th, is it? Or the 30th. The, the 30th, sorry, I'll, 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 I'll be coming in the, the 29th, but the 30th, after my match, I'm going to, because the match is early, it's, it starts, the this match will start at like 6 o'clock or something. Uh, space monkey, space monkey, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to beat the shit out of a monkey. But afterwards, I'll be, uh, I'll be green phantoming up for Halloween around the city, so maybe you can, uh, we can hook up, uh, uh, we can both have rad costumes yeah. and, uh, and, and and smoke and, and drink the night away in, uh, in, in the tea dot. I'm down. The big I'm, smoke. I'm down, baby. Let's show that thing a thing or two, eh? Yeah, brother. Phantom, get with the green people. Thank you green, so much. <laughs> uh, awesome. Phantom, thank you so much for joining us, homie. You're a fucking G. Thank you. Buddy, I fucking love that dude so much. The Dude, that was great. That was great. You know, like I'm, I'm serious about the talent that comes out of Montreal. Like it's like the hotbed of talent in Canada now because Kevin Steen and or Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are where they are. You got 2.0 killing it in yeah. fucking in in uh, AEW. You know, and uh, those guys all came out of Montreal, and everybody in the Indies knows who Speedball Bailey is. Uh, everybody knows who Verda is, uh, you know, and uh, then if you're in Ontario, you know Tabernacle team, you know, you know these guys that come from Montreal. Such good wrestlers, such good wrestlers. And like I remember, uh, Sexy Eddie was on this show. Uh, Joey Ryan was on the show. It was the IWS uh, Greek Town show mm -hmm. before? And uh, I was saying how Sexy Eddie stole Joey Ryan shit. Somebody turned around and with their broken Canadian, French Canadian accent, they're like, like fuck they're you. Like, they're like, fuck you, Joey Ryan. He took everything from sexy Eddie. Right. And, like, he and he and he did. And then they were on the show together and sexy Eddie outsexed everybody. Oh, he, yeah, did a, he did a naked moonsault with his hands cupped over his junk. <laughs> he does that stuff Man. to me. You can only Man. do that if you're crazy and sexy. Let me tell that you. is Montreal right there. Yeah. It's all there's no sexier city in Canada than the Montreal. The stuff that they do in Montreal, you don't understand. Like the man Phantom, I fucking love this dude. He's a fucking hardcore icon. The stuff that I've seen, I saw this dude get fucking put on those skewers. You know those skewers that you use to put on barbecues? Those wooden sticks. Yeah. Yeah, so they were like, yeah, no, it's a great idea. No, it's a wonderful idea. Let's fight on them. So let's, let's, let's. No, <laughs> let's no, that's not a good They're crazy. These guys are legends. I fucking love these dudes. They'll put their body through the ringer for us. They're doing it for their fans. I love it. I love yeah. these guys. I love them. Fantastic. That's so great. That's so awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Good get. Good get. Thanks for getting. Yeah, it's great. Get fucking Phantom. Stop by. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. Pick up his merch. Let me tell you, some of his t-shirts and shit, the yeah. fucking best. Now, can we talk guy. about, can we talk about, like, like, because um, if you Google him, what comes up first is this National Post story. Can we talk about that for a second? 
Is that a cool to talk about? Where because like he he is literally uh, a sitcom, uh, a Saturday morning sitcom from the eighties called Learning the Ropes, where yeah. Lyle Azedo played a teacher by day and was a masked wrestler at night to hide He's his a, identity. I love it. This is this it. is exactly what the Phantom is doing. He's yeah. He's been a teacher for as long as he's been wrestling. Yeah, he's amazing. The guy so, is the, just, he's about entertaining and educating. That's what he's about. Can I you imagine? I bet you he's a fucking fantastic teacher, too, because, you know, I'll tell you right now uh, for what student is going to disobey a guy that big? And number <laughs> two, uh, he, he knows how to entertain, which means he knows how to keep people's attention, which means he knows whether he wants to be the face or the heel in front of that class. And who he wants to be the face or the heel with. Fuck, yeah. I wish we would have talked about this. Because that's interesting shit, you know. We're going to uh, have to have him back. The fan, we'll have to have him back. The yeah. Phantom could be our resident wrestler. You know what would be great is if he, he's also in town uh, the 31st is when Destiny Wrestling's running. Uh, Luke Gallows will be wrestling um, uh, Trent Gibson, I believe, in the steel cage. Is that right? Does that, that sounds right to me. No, so. no, not no. Luke Gallows will be wrestling Josh Alexander, the oh. Canadian Destroyer, in a steel cage. Wouldn't it be funny if the Green Phantom just showed up and uh, sabotaged everybody's little plans? That sounds like something that will happen on heels. Yeah, it starts hitting the phantasms on people, buddy. This oh. Phantom oh Menace, like, such a great. Use of yeah, that he's got title. so many. He's got so many cool fucking moves. Honestly, watching him wrestle is a lot of fun. They should uh, get his man. They should, he should have a manager named Jake. Like, if you want to become his manager, it'd be Jake and the Phantom, and the Phantom, oh, like, like not there. Jake and the Fat Man, oh, but Jake, Jake and the, the Phantom. Phantom. Jake is the fat one. Me, I would be the yeah, fat yeah, one. Jake. Jake. I could be Jake, or I could Jake. Jake. Anybody could be Jake. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's right see now, if we can talk our way into his show as his managers. Right now, I'm going in as as Cody Deaner's cousin. Um, I'm dressed like Cody Deaner, the wrestler, or uh, you know, so uh, yeah, or maybe I'm a little Shawn Michaelsy, uh, H- heart attack kid. That would be a, my name. The heart attack kid. I love yeah, because I'm about to have a heart attack. So you know, <laughs> yeah, who knows? And then there's me, the British bong hit. All mm. right, son. Oh, here we are. Lovely little pun. <laughs> that's cool that's so cool um so yeah this is uh we're, we're two we're a week ahead we're taping this a week behind which is a week we had if that's confusing enough next week so we can't even talk about uh what we saw because we don't even know because it hasn't even happened yet not yet but not yet. but a couple weeks ago uh yeah. the the rampage went up against the smackdown and that was a the big rampage deal. went against the SmackDown. It was a big effing deal. Yeah, and not only that, the rampage uh, kicking the uh, SmackDown's ass. And not only that, Ruby Soho, her segment with the bunny, outdrew <laughs> the fucking contract signing between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Now think, now think about that. Ruby Soho, who couldn't get in a main event match anywhere in the WWE. <laughs> She's like a fucking. You kept her with Liv and Sarah and the the girl that's uh, that's uh, Cunanan, you know wolf her chick, wolf chick, you know, and you 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 do nothing with her, and now she literally had a match with the with the bunny and humiliated the entire WWE. Fuck, <laughs> crazy, fuck <laughs> the way that you ended that summation. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah, that's the, that's how I felt too. It's it's like look at this, look at the talent that you had. That like you let it go. Like people are obviously more interested in watching good wrestling or watching wrestling and not sports entertainment. Movies. They're tired exactly. of watching movies. We watch movies that go to Netflix, not Peacock. Not yep. Peacock. Man, that's so fucking cool. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, I'm super uh, happy we had Phantom uh, today. Like, so am I. I'm glad you remembered I? that we were in the <laughs> the backstage, so I don't sound like I'm crazy. So, you know, 
Because that was a yeah. there was a cluster. There was a lot of people backstage that night, and it was like, who like who belongs here and who doesn't belong here, and like you know, yeah. and uh, who cares? But it was a lot of fun. It was a fun, and you can watch that show on YouTube. Uh, it's all on YouTube. Somebody taped it, so type in. Can you Dolph see the behind Hitler. the scenes? Can you see the behind the scenes on YouTube? Uh, no, no, there's no, no, there's no behind the scenes. You can just see they announce us, but like it's interesting because uh, Dolph Ziggler does his stand up, and then um, the tag champs at the time were uh, were uh, Cody. I mean, was um, fucking uh, what's his name? Long Island Iz Zach Ryder. And uh, Kurt Hawkins, and they showed up, and then they ended up getting super kicked by Dolph on stage, and then Pat Patterson came out drunk. He <laughs> might have dropped his pants, <laughs> but he did sing "My Way," and then nice. they all ended singing "My Way." And yeah. who and who else was on the show? Uh, Renee Paquette was there, and okay. uh, Nug from uh, Aftermath. He was on the friend of the show. Nug was on the sh- was on the uh, show. Jason Sensation was, he did a spot, and uh, uh, he made a joke about his, uh, he called in a gun threat and a suicide threat to Raw one night when they were in Toronto, and everybody was looking for him because he said he had a gun, he said he was at Raw, and he said at the end of Raw there was going to be a big bang, and Mick Foley wasn't coming back, so there was no bang bang from him, so everybody was looking, it turned it out. He wasn't even at the show. He was at home. It was all a prank. Not funny. No. You know? Um, they found out he was at home because I guess his phone went nuts and the fucking Hart family was calling him. And it was one of the Hart cousins got a that hold like, of him whoa. and called Natalia and said, don't worry. He's, he's, um, he's not... He's not. He's not at the show. He's at home. Yes, so then they true. then they went to Vince and told them, and then they could call off because there was like a panic. Nobody in the show knew anything, but I remember yeah. when I saw it across the Twitter, the tweet and everything. I ran out into the lobby, and Jimmy Corderas, the referee, was there looking, and and like I was like, "Are you looking for?" It? And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Yeah, me too. That's fucked." And uh, it was just so insane. But I That's totally crazy. forgot it happened. So when these guys came back, uh, some of them saw Tyson Kidd came, and he's like, Jason Sensation? And he's always been linked to the Hart family, so he knows who Jason Sensation is. Yeah. And then he was like, and then and then uh, Zack Ryder was like, dude, we got to meet him. He's a fucking legend. He was part of DX, and he called in a gun threat to Monday Night Raw. Like, you know, so it was sort of crazy that the wrestlers knew who this guy was. And, uh, yeah, that's what all happened backstage. And there was a lot of drinking Jack Daniels Fireball whiskey. Oh, fuck yeah. That was, uh, people were drinking that. And, uh, yeah, it was just a good, good time. A fun gig. Went way too late. Dolph was there till three in the morning signing fucking autographs, taking pictures, like past three. And, uh, you had to wrestle Goldberg the next day. So, he did not go well. Did not go well. No, I don't think so. Scared. To actually, death. actually, it was one of the most entertaining matches of that SummerSlam, which was a fantastic SummerSlam. Yeah. But uh, you know, Edge came back. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus was fucking amazing. Um, that's a dream match. Like I always wanted to get Trish Stratus on the show to say, "Would you ever come out of retirement to wrestle Charlotte Flair?" Yeah. And fucking, it happened before I could ever ask her the question and look like a genius. Now, if I asked her, I'd look, I'd look stupid. You ever want to do it again? <laughs> do what? Do do ask her that question? Oh, yeah. No. Would you ever want to do it again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about Lita? What about Lita? How's she doing? How's, who's she dating? You know? like the story. To, what's going on with you and Lita? Not you and Lita, but Lita in general. You know? Oh, man. I was watching the... Uh, Ruthless aggression on the they were they were playing it on the WWE in Canada. We still have a WWE channel, and it's WWE called On Demand, and it just airs stuff across the TV. So they're putting all these ruthless aggression episodes on, Mm -hmm. and uh, 
it's very interesting to watch on how how they switched from going the the attitude era into the ruthless aggression, and things got better for the guys, but kind of got worse for the women. If you can imagine that, hmm. like yeah, a lot of. Uh, lingerie matches, a lot of uh, pudding matches, and mu- turkey gravy matches. Uh, yeah, a lot of crazy. That's when the Vicky... Food-based matches. The the Katie Vick thing happened in that era. But, but, but wrestling, the guys that came out of OVW, the Orton, Batista, Cena, and uh, Brock, that's your, that was that was your fucking future, like right there. Even in oh, like yeah. the, you know, look at today, who are the biggest stars in WWE? Brock and Brock and uh, and goddamn fucking Orton, you know. So you know, well Roman Reigns too, but still, it's yeah. still Brock and Orton and if Batista and The Rock. I mean, if Batista oh, yeah. ever came back, it would be better than the last time he came back. Oh yeah, of course, of course. So. And if The Rock came back, The Rock, Roman Reigns, I think that's your WrestleMania for LA. That's your main event. I'm telling I'm calling it. it. I'm calling it right now. Book it. You in, heard it here first. The Rock goes into the Hall of Fame that year because it's LA. Yeah. And uh, you can have like anybody. Who would induct The Rock? Who do you think should induct The Rock? His family. His mother? His whole family, the whole bring them all out. Every fucking Samoan, they all know Every, they're all related to each other. That's what I'm saying. Bring them all out, because he's the real head of the table. Bow, bow. Whoa, well, that's what the that's what the the, the everybody except that's what their Roman. feud is going to be about. Yeah, their everybody... feud is going to be about Roman being the head of the table. They got to keep this gimmick going another two years. That's fine. good luck, or maybe it. let it go away, and but maybe let it come back. But yeah. you know they got to make it. They got to bring it in, and so for LA, the head of the table, the true head of the table, comes back. You know, or maybe, maybe they do business like the uh, the Rock and Cena back to back, back to back WrestleManias. And they get that story in this year, and that yeah. would sell out fucking Dallas, the Rock versus Roman Reigns, and two, and then just do it again next year. Why not? Why not? Book it. What have you got? Look at it. WWE, we know you got trouble booking shit. We're Here's here the answer. We're, We're doing here it. For you. And we book the green. Back. We're going to book the green phantom and something for you too as well because you need a more than fucking AEW. Yeah, no. Green phantom can come and save your goddamn fed. The guy, the guy is, the guy's wrestled PCO. He's wrestled Jim oh, Neidhart. He's already wrestled, wrestled your Kevin Owens. Kevin He'll Owens. do it again. Beat he's, him beat him. Again. he's beat him. He's beat, beat him. He's beat him. Silly. Beat him. Spanked him like a child. Craziness. Can you imagine? And like, okay, him taking a powerbomb from seven feet up, the Richter scale on that thing, that smash on the ground. Bret Hart won't take a powerbomb from Kevin Nash. But the, the green phantom... We'll take one from a seven footer. Like, first of all, yeah. I gotta see the seven footer. When's this motherfucker coming to town? Like, I wanna yeah. see this guy, you know, like Bob and Fox. Oh yeah. It'll be like almost, Ooh. except almost is too I almost I I don't know. I'm almost um over almost. I don't know how I feel about almost. I love almost. I, I love like him. him better than Edward James almost, but I almost well, uh, carried away. You know. But yeah, I don't know. I, so I love Eddie James almost. He is great. He is, he's one of the... Uh, Who's going to teach these kids? Miami Vice. <laughs> um, oh, wait, okay. I got the wrong guy. Okay. I was happy that, the, yeah, some of the feedback, like, there was some, some people that did not understand before they even listened to the show. And I hope they listened to the show. Because a couple weeks ago, when we released our top ten underrated teams of tag teams of all time. Yeah. Some people were like, the Bushwhackers were not underrated. They were the sheep herders. Well, they didn't, they, they, people don't know that. Not everybody yeah. knows that. You know? I think they ended up like, listening. I if they, they ended up listening, through. 
we're well and well aware who the fucking bushwhackers are. That's we why know. we respect them, whereas other people don't, because we know. Yeah. It's we for the know. people that don't know that That's make right. them underrated. That's why right. do we have to explain this to you? Yeah. Come Open on. Open up your uh, mind. <laughs> We're begging you. Fucking don't just look at our poster and judge the show. Listen to the fucking product, man. We got some good stuff. We got this good li- We had that great list. We got- this is a great list. We can we pull got- together a list. We can pull together a list out of our ass anytime. Anytime. We're quite good at lists. Watch this. We're very good at lists. Top three different lists. Shopping list. Uh, uh, friends list. And uh, uh, a waiting list. Boom. The top three lists. Right okay, there. wait. I got to give my three lists. Okay, um, go. Wait. Um, okay, 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 okay. Hold on. Your, your friends list. Okay. Is that, okay, so this is a... This is one, one of those lists... Where you're you're allowed to bang uh, six celebrities, you're allowed to bang list. You know Ooh, that if a, you're in a marriage okay. Okay, and you yeah. have six left six famous people that you can bang. Yeah, and it's uh, couples often do it, and then sometimes you run into the person like fuck. I know this is awkward, but we're allowed to fuck. My husband said it, <laughs> and the guy would be like, "What are you talking about?" Like, no, no, you're my celebrity bang, my celebrity crush, so I can. I fuck had you. that. I had that happen. Have you ever met your celebrity bang? Like your per, you're, you're married. On that list. You're I married. Did, did yeah. you meet someone on your list? I did. Oh no! What I, happened? I couldn't speak words properly. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was it? Can you say who the person was? The it was Mandy was? Moore. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore of of uh, of Entourage fame. Yeah, and like uh, a bunch of other stuff, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, dude, <laughs> really, Vince is she, she destroyed Vinny Chase. Yeah. Of course, she's gonna destroy you. I had no shot. I had didn't have a chance, but no. I had to try. I did not Vinny Chase, and he was the most handsome man in Hollywood. Yeah, I was just the most handsome man in the, that particular terminal of the airport at the time. <laughs> the hot, the hottest girl I've been hit on. Uh, one time, she was hammered. But I was I just ate it all up. Um oh. from the Breakfast Club, Ali Sheedy. Oh my goodness. She I was would... like an eighties a fucking heartthrob. I would fucking... shit my pants. People used to call Courtney Cox the poor man's Ali Sheedy. People used to say that when Ali Sheedy was a big movie star all through the eighties. That's hilarious. Made to order, only the lonely, the breakfast club, all those other John Hugh films. Oh my god. But anyways. Um, I said to her, she said to her, uh, me, what's your name? And I said, Casey. And she's like, what's your name? And she said, Allie. And then she smiled. And it was like, oh, my fucking heart melted. I was like, oh, my God. She yeah. thought I was one of the trailer park boys. Because <sighs> I was wearing a hockey jersey at the after party of the Geminis that night. And uh-huh. uh, so she's, and they did, the trailer park boys did a hockey hockey boy sketch okay. and uh hey is this true did the green bastard steal his gimmick from the green phantom i, I would fucking i would say he tried like he fucking bubbles is a bitch for trying to get in on the green phantom's gimmick get with the green that's the phantom's game you stay the fucking your king well he he's, the, he's the, the green like the, the, but the like he was a wrestler, the Green Bastard. But when you look back now, the Green Phantom was already in existence in Montreal when the Trailer Park Boys were happening. Yep. And it's not unlikely to think that somebody from the Maritimes could know what was going on in the wrestling scene in Montreal. Not the, unheard of. I'm just saying, perhaps the Green Bastard is the Green Phantom, but you couldn't be the Green Phantom because the Green Phantom already existed. He did. It's way so, better, stronger. And there's no doubt in my mind that the Green Bastard would uh, lose to the Green Phantom very easily. Oh, yeah. In a fucking second, bud. Listen, baby. When I put the Phantom light in the sky, when I shine his signal in the sky, the Phantom comes through for your boy, baby. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, so he is going to – he is wrestling on that Lucha show uh, this week, yeah. Space Monkey, <laughs> you are going to get fucked up. You're going through some shit, Space Monkey. Yeah. I don't mean mentally. I mean physically, you're about to go through some shit. 
Yeah, black holes and tables. Uh, <laughs> doors. Doors. Go through the Um, speaking of going through some stuff, uh, did you see uh, Rampage? Well, that look at that for a uh, segue. Did you yeah, see Rampage on the segue. weekend? I saw it all. I saw everything. I love it. I love wrestling. It's so fun. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see any of SmackDown, but I do know that uh, Roman Reigns is still the head of the table. And like I said, they are setting this up for The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania because it's the biggest venue. It's a hundred yeah. over 100,000 people there. And it's going to be back people. to normal. And it's Texas. They don't give a fuck about anything. They don't give a fuck. So you know this is going it's it's going that way and it's 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 crazy and i'm glad it's going that way because i'm very excited for it um yeah yeah, yeah. but that's but then you have the 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 becky lynch uh charlotte stories and uh i'm just not even i don't know i would rather have bianca belair actually i want bianca belair to have the title over becky because i'm just tired and like becky Stop bragging about your WrestleMania win from three years ago. Like, you didn't beat Ronda Rousey. She had her shoulders up. Everybody knows. Stop it. You know? Yeah, you listen here, you potato farmer. Everybody knows what's up, big time, Bex. Yeah. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. You remember that. All right? You remember that. Bianca Belair is the future. She is what's good and there is uh some heat going on backstage with charlotte and in in, in better news uh mandy rose and her makeover on the new nxt she is the new uh female champ down there and i just think this is fantastic this the way they've made her over she's more vicious she's more conniving i think she's the perfect she's a brunette heel. now she's a brunette now she is She's done having fun. Now she's in it to win it, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh my God. Uh, did you see? Um, well, we can talk about Rampage, but we also like. Oh my God. Like, how good was was uh, Dynamite this week too? Like, Bud. you see Bud. Uh, the big. Sh oh, the. Uh, I love the 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 Dark Order and all their costumes. And so how they're cut like Cole Cabana as uh, the spray guy for the elite Brandon Cutler. Yes, that yeah. was the best. And that was really good. Their poses and their costumes, and uh, you know, it was just fantastic. But earlier in the night, there was a squash match. Who and there was a new guy, and who went out and squashed him? I can't remember. It was like the first match. Um, Bobby Fish? Yeah, it was Bobby Fish. No, no. CM Punk wrestled Bobby Fish. Oh, and there was something there, too. It no, I thought that like... was la wasn't that last week they, they fought? Bobby Fish and CM Punk? No, Bobby Fish thought... and CM Punk fought last night. Or, well, last night, last... they When does this come out? Friday? So they, came, they fought this past Wednesday. Yes. Which was last night when we, when we watched. And, uh, but there was something wrong with the pin. Like he pinned CM Punk pinned him and got the three count. That's but he, right. But he looked at the ref, like as if that wasn't supposed to be a three count. Yeah. Well, the ref, like, yeah, Bobby fish kicked out just a little, he kicked up just a little. He didn't kick out cause he, he, he lost via pinfall, but he kicked up at like 3.1111 seconds. You yeah. Know what I mean, and the way he looked at the ref, the way CM Punk sort of looked at the ref, it made me wonder, was that supposed to be a fall? Or is CM Punk pissed off that Bobby Fish kicked out that hard trying to make himself look strong? You know, like not as rather than just get pinned, you know, like, you know. Yeah, you know, it's uh, so I just I wonder what happened there. I don't know. But, I don't know either. But I do wonder. I thought it was kind of peculiar for a second. and uh, But they never mentioned it on commentary, nor would they. Um, no, Sammy Guerrero, man, Sammy Guerrero, how great Sammy is he, Guevara. man? Oh. That match was fucking awesome. He's he's uh, honestly, I love Sammy Guevara. I love him, 
very, very, very entertaining to watch. Yeah. Very entertaining to watch. And this match, like, it's no surprise. Like, Ethan Page can go, too. He's a goer, man. He yeah. made it, 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 he, like, he made it interesting to me when he fought himself, for crying out loud. I do you know love that I mean? also he wears uh, Hamilton Tie Cats colors. So I, I love that he's dressed in the black and yellow. Well, that's a garbage football team, so I don't really care about the Tiger <laughs> But he's from, he's, from, <laughs> he's from Hamilton, so that's why. I like it. Yeah, I know. He likes to represent. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I, I love the show. Uh, MJ, I destroyed this fucking guy, Bryce Donovan. Oh, I'm so sorry. MJF destroyed a guy named Bryce Donovan. Just kill, kick the shit out of him. In a very uh, Roddy Piper fashion. Yeah, and then got to cut a great little promo. Oh, wait a minute. Was that the guy that I'm thinking? That, that didn't, didn't the guy look like he was dressed up as a young buck for Halloween? <laughs> Did he not look like Matt Jackson? <laughs> I've never heard, I didn't hear that, but yeah, I, that's amazing. He had the no, long this hair. Is, he had the for beard. Me, this is what happened? Yeah, he had I the bandana. Missed, I missed this match because it was so short. Oh yeah, I went into the other room to get a drink and get some food, and by the time I came back, he was cutting a promo. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was so it was so epic, Roddy Piper. Like it reminded me of the time where Roddy Piper went into the ring. And he said to the guy before the match, he's like, hold on. And he put his hand and he stuck his hand in the back of his shorts. And then he said, now I'll beat you with one hand. And he yeah. went and he beat the shit out of the guy with one hand and then pinned him one, two, three. And it was uh, pure Piper at his best. And I really think MJF channels Roddy Piper. I think that's why he wears that the uh, the muffler that he's got around his neck, the tartan scarf. The and scarf, the, the Burberry I, scarf. I think that's to match. Uh, that's sort of to match up. That's his kilt. I like it. I you like know, it. yeah. But this was a good little segment there. He's talking shit. Uh, then Sting and uh, Darby Allen uh, fuck them both up. Yeah, uh, Wardlow and like a like really good fuck up. It was great. Uh, so I I, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, oh, and how great was that? Where uh, Darby Allen was in the audience. And he was dressed up as the Invisible Man, and nobody yeah, saw him until he took nobody. off his bandages. Nobody. The the only way that could have been any better is if under that costume, John Cena was there. Oh, and nobody saw him then either? That would be yeah. the best. That but it was, be like, so insane that it was just like, and then he went in and kicked ass with that nice trench coat, you know? And, yeah, that's uh, great. Yeah, it was. This great. is a what a good segment, and then we got that match that you were just talking about. We got the Guevara fucking uh, what's his name, Ethan match? Page. Uh, Ethan Page. Yeah, and that was another. That was a great match. And Sammy, this is television wrestling. This isn't pay per view wrestling, but they're going hard as shit. I love Sammy Guevara. In the last few weeks, or especially since he won the title, his matches have stepped up. He like. JR is like, he needs some ground and pound. He can't be all aerial. But you know what? They told RVD at one time he couldn't do wrestle yeah. like RVD every night. So he was going to have to slow down and wrestle WWE style. And RVD never did. He just kept being RVD his entire career. He's one of a kind. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe this guy's the same. That's it, man. That's it. You know? I... I I thoroughly enjoy this kid, and I think he is one of these like stars, the the AEW kind of originals that people talk about when they talk about AEW being like star making. This is one of their their success stories, is Sammy Guevara, and he has and he had that controversy hot off the top too when he came in. Oh yeah, he was mired in that controversy, and still he's what like a fucking golden boy now. He can do no wrong. He, I, I honestly, he's a great professional wrestler, and it's a pleasure watching him work. Oh man, he's awesome. Like he uh you know, I like yeah, ever since he ditched the panda, which I bet you was Jericho but like get rid of the panda thing where you're going to be with us now. You're going to yeah. be cool. Get rid of yeah, the no panda. panda. You know. Panda. Yeah. yeah. You know, the panda, leave the it. pandas to the WWF, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, I liked it. I honestly I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. And then they like after the match, of course, Sammy Guevara got the shit kicked out of him by uh by good old uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. And then to make the save was the entire inner circle. And yeah. then we got notified that we're going to have a Minneapolis street fight, baby. Yeah, that's going to be great. Because uh, some of those guys on the uh, 
other team of then the inner circle, uh, those guys can fight like mm-hmm. you know fisticuffs. Uh, it's good stuff, man. And then we got our Eddie Kingston and Dan- uh, Brian Danielson interview, which I love. I can't wait for this match. Bro. Oh yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, how great was that? <laughs> it was great, man. I love Eddie Kingston. I love what he's doing. Uh, he's one of my favorites. I love him on the mic because everything he says, you believe. Did I tell you about my friend had his pants? I did I tell you about that? No. Okay, so Eddie Kingston went through some hard. I believe this is the way the story goes. Um, Eddie Kingston was going through some hard times, and he had to sell some things, and he sold his tights, or his tights were sold. Anyways, my buddy bought his pants, and he ne- he, he looked at them when he got them, and they were his pants, and he was like, oh, my God, I've seen him wrestle in these so many times. Uh so he just put them in the back in the bag and closed up the bag and never opened the bag because he didn't feel like he deserved to have the pants that he bought for a couple hundred dollars. And so then Eddie was on several podcasts saying, oh, he went broke, he had to sell everything, he lost everything, all this and all that, talking about his hard times. And then they go, you know, and he goes, I'll never get that stuff back. And Vince is, my buddy Vince was like, I, I need to get him back his pants. So... Yeah. It was, it was, he tried to connect with him, tried to connect with him, could never get to a hold of him. And then he was at a card uh, last week in California. And Eddie was on the card and he noticed Eddie went out the back door. He ran around. He met him sort of in the alley. He said, Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I come in peace. He goes, he's, he's like, I have these for you. It's your pants. This is the bag I got them in. I didn't try them on or nothing. I bought them two years ago. I know you missed them. Uh, I don't need them. You went to war on these things. You need to have them. And he was like, man, this means a lot to me. And then he brought him in. He hugged him. And then he, like, gave him the chest pump and, like, thanked him. And uh, that was it. And it was awesome. And it was beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. That's a beautiful moment, man. As good as – as good. yo, so shout out to Vince Averill on the We Watch Wrestling podcast. Because uh, that is amazing. Um, yeah. hey, hey, how about that main event with? Uh, oh wait, there's we got to talk, talk about. Uh, we got some more. We got Serena Deeb versus fucking Sheeta. Uh, oh. Sheeta took the win, but she's going to be injured. I don't think she's going to be able to continue in this tournament. Yeah, I think she got uh, she got really whooped after the match. Well, and not only that, she's got to face Nia Nyla Rose in the next match, so that's not going to go yeah. well for her. I think her fifty uh-huh. matches is over, uh, yeah. and, and and you know, and she seems more Oscar now than ever. You know, I like I, I like Akaro Shida. I'm not gonna talk. I about like Shida too, but yeah. I'm like, like that was bad luck. Bad luck she got hurt. Yeah. But the next, this is the match that I really want to talk about. There was a couple promos and shit. But the match that I would like, because it was particularly, I'm kind of upset at the duration of the match. That was uh, John Moxley versus Preston Vance, Dark Order in 10. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I, to be honest, not a fan of what happened in that match. No, no, neither am I. Like, John Moxley just brutalized 10. And 10 was on a little bit of a winning streak. Uh, and John Moxley just came in and fucking brutalized him. Ripped his yeah. mask, kicked the shit out of him, split him open. No sold uh, it like it doesn't. It didn't mean anything, yeah, and I didn't like just gave I, the paradigm shift, and he was out. I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't like no. it. And I love everything Moxley does, but I just when they ripped. Oh, because not only that, I don't think number ten has ever done a blade job in his life. If he wore a mask all of his career, so he did a really bad blade job when he. When he bladed, like oh, he bled, he bled hard. Yeah, yeah, because it was a horrible cut that he didn't yeah. know what he was doing, and the mask shouldn't even fuck rip the mask off. Like, don't rip the like. I don't know. They gotta keep the mask on. He needs the mask. He's a mask guy. I like the. Mask. It bothers. It bothered me. That's just like he's not a uh, a Latino luchador, yeah. so it doesn't mean it, taking the mask shouldn't mean what it means from them. You know, this is yeah, just a, a, a guy that wears a mask. Like, fucking, maybe he's hiding the fact that he's a school teacher or something maybe like that. Maybe he respects, maybe he respects the, the thing. You know, either way, you don't fuck with a man's mask. I was not, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like how much they made him bleed. I didn't like it. Bleed a lot. I, I just didn't like how he got whooped. I didn't mind the blood. I just didn't like how he got whooped. 
But then we got another promo with Cody Rhodes coming out, being like, "I fucking respect you guys, even if you hate." Oh, me. he's trying. Because Arn, I respect you, Arn. And then my man came out. What's his name, Casey? Who? On uh, on Andrada. Andrade. So close. You're gonna get his name um, right. I swear to God. I was saying it last night and laughing. I was going, Andrade, 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 Andrade. Andrade El Idolo comes out. Uh, I know the El Idolo part. I love it. He's like, hey, man, listen, you do stupid stuff. Like, look at that tattoo. And I was like this. (laughs) Get him, Andrade. And then he got in the ring. The lights go out. Oh, yeah. Then who's in the ring? Malachi. Malachi motherfucking Black's in the ring. Malachi Black is in the fucking ring. Yes. Spits Black Mist. And then boom. It's on like Donkey Kong. And guess who saves him? Out of everybody, guess who saves Cody Rhodes? It's not one of his nightmare family. It's the bastard pack. Because he wants a piece of that Andrade. Oh, yeah. You stick your nose in my business, mate. I'm going to stick my nose in yours. And then he sits in the ring. What I love is he sits in the ring. Flipping the double bird, looking like a goddamn menace to society. I loved it. Sitting down, I want to say Native American style, but I don't know if it's put it correct. Cross-legged. Cross-legged. That's the best way way to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, cross-legged. He's sitting there, and he's just popping the bird, and he's just like this. And I'm like this. Oh, I like this dude. I really fucking like this dude. Yeah. Pac is it's, it's a weird team, but I liked it a lot. When when I when Pac it. was in the WWE, I called him uh, Neville, the man that gravity remembered, because his back was always on the mat. Um, but now I really like Pac. I like his edge. I like you know, like oh my god, just how fast and quick though that, that kick to the face, the first kick to the face, bam! Yeah. Like yeah. holy shit, that's stiff. You know? I love it. All of his stuff looks like he lays it in super snug. That spinning back kick to the gut always looks like it sucks to take. You yeah. know, he's. I love him. I love watching this dude work. Yeah, he's come a long way from Neville. Yeah, like this man is. He's a. I think, in my opinion, he's an elite performer. I love watching this dude work. The higher up the card, with the more talent this dude could work with, it's only going to benefit us, the fans. Totally. So I hope we get to see more pack. I love the dude. I fucking love the dude. He's the man. Pac Man. The man with the bastard plan. And that brings us to the main event, which was an eight man tag team spectacle. And you may think that this is a lopsided match. Yeah, because it's 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 like Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, and the Young Bucks. <laughs> the, the super elite. Yes. Yeah, the super elite versus Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, John Silver, and Colt Cabana. And you know who stole the match as far as I'm concerned? John Silver. No, Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson steal. He's in my opinion. He can't steal a match anymore because he's always consistently so good. He stole this match. He was know, great. So like fucking he's, yeah, great. He's a great worker. Yeah. Like, Honestly, good good guy, boy. He is a good guy, boy. Just and, out there, fucking giving his body to the business, doing like doing just magical shit in the ring. Flips, it was wonderful. Like flips outside the ring. Oh. Best move of the night was Sammy Guevara's backwards fucking flip off the top, off the turnbuckle. The shooting star press off yeah. the turnbuckle Outside. into a lariat. It was insane. Insane. Man, that was but move of the night. But yeah. but uh, but this was great, and this was so awesome because of the Halloween theme and the guys. The, yeah, they come out all dressed up like Stu Grayson is Kratos. Uh, Evil Uno was dressed as a cowboy. John Silver uh, was dressed as Bambi and Colt Cabana was dressed up like Brandon Cutler. Yeah. Which I loved. And then they came out with a horse that Alex Reynolds and uh, what's his name there? Alan Angels. Yes. Uh, kind of let out. And you're like, who the fuck is in the Well, the we horse? knew who was in the horse. We all knew it was going to be Hangman. That's yeah, what made we're sense. Like, he's in the horse. He's going to be. It's the Trojan horse, literally. It'll and- be Hangman. And somebody else wicked, and they'll wreck people. And and so then, as soon as they got the ring, the super elite destroyed the horse because they knew it was Hangman. They all did all their finishers to this poor fucking horse. 
They just destroyed the horse. I haven't but seen... they came out dressed as the Ghostbusters, too, which was amazing. Oh, my God. That bump where Cole Cabana had to land on all those proton packs. Oh, yeah, that looked hellacious. I hope our good friend Colt is okay. That looked painful. Oh, it looked like he was slammed on Lego. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Oh. So he took that. He got wrecked. Wrecked, wrecked, wrecked. wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. But so, happened. but the best thing was after this yeah, horse, the horse came back, takes the, horse the beating. Came back. Reynolds, uh, Angels come out chasing the horse out, being like, come on, let's go. Let's let, And you think they're going to save the Dark Order now. But yeah. then Reynolds and Angels get knocked off the, the ring, and you're like, oh, shit. Okay, they, well, wait, the horse is going to get the shit kicked out of him. And then sure enough, the horse gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. But they take off the mask, and it's not who everybody thought. It's not Hangman. No. It wasn't no, Hangman. It was Brandon fucking Cutler. <laughs> and the whole time, Stay Puffed has been beside them the whole time. Stay puffed. Yeah. And you're like, Cutler, man. Wait, if Cutler's in there, who's in there? And then the mask comes off, baby. And it's our boy. It's Hangman Page. Yeah. It's old glory. Just lays our shit kicking down on Matt Jackson. Shit kicking. Well done. And then done. in comes sweet Bambi Johnny Silver. Hits him with the spin doctor and gets the one, two, three. The Dark Order beats the Super Elite. Wow. What a fucking match. It was, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. It was a good... I'm not a big Halloween fan, but I will say I thoroughly enjoyed the little Halloween aspects that they added into the show to have effect in the outcomes. So, yeah. And you know what else happened that rarely happens? A ref bump happened this week. They don't happen too often in AEW. Kick. Yeah, he super kick something fierce, that poor man. That doesn't usually happen, but it happened. And... Uh, you know, and that's that. So, uh, yeah. Wow. That's the week. That is it. Fucking Green Phantom. AEW yeah. recap. Fucking, we yeah. talked about The Rock, who is going to come to WrestleMania and save the WWE. <laughs> like, how else, uh, you know, is Peacock going to, you know, who knows? Fucking, who knows? Who knows? Um, where, what's going on? Where are you this week? What's, uh, are you gigging, uh, swinging? What are you doing? This week, baby. I got the late night sessions always. Uh, I've got some stuff coming up the 13th of November. You can catch me out in Tyandanaga. I'm out there with the folks, with the fam, uh, doing a show. Uh, and I'm also that same day. If you're not out that way and you're more towards Niagara, you can catch me at the tall grass market. There you go. Where I'll be uh, doing some shit. We'll lay him down in the tall grass. And... In the tall grass. And also, uh, I got, uh, I'm got. i doing one of those uh, Hamilton theater shows uh, with uh, opening for Ben Minor. Awesome. Uh, yes, that should be. What are these Hamilton theater shows with Ben Minor? What are they, what's going on with these things? It's, uh, it's a guy, I think, named Blair. Uh, I can't remember his last name, but he, he runs these shows out of Hamilton and some out of Toronto, I think. Hmm. Uh, so they seem okay. So I uh, can't wait to check it out. It's going to be awesome. a good time. So come check out the show. It should be a great time. Awesome. Um, I'm not doing much, so uh, check me out online. Head over to Spotify. Listen to one of my four yeah. albums. And, uh, and uh, have a great, uh, have a great uh, and safe uh halloween uh weekend uh right Halloween weekend baby Halloween watch weekend. Uh, rampage tonight watch rampage you're gonna enjoy it there's gonna be more halloween treats in there for sure yeah i bet you sting's gonna be dressed up maybe as an old sting who knows Ooh, love it all right thanks you uh for never sleeps network and thank you for the listener for letting us put a headlock in your ear until next week we'll talk at you then next week Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.